Hey, pals! We're the gals, and we're back again to talk about a real interesting topic this week. Yes, sir. We're getting into the world of whistleblowers. But. Pew, 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 pew. Excuse me. <laughs> Early 2000s radio station right there. Yep. Gotta, gotta, gotta keep it fresh. <laughs> but. Um, we hope that you guys have had a wonderful week so far. We know it's been hectic with all the, um, I don't know, from everyone, he's from different places. But where we are, we've been getting a shit ton of snow for no fucking reason. True, true. I'm over it. But, right? I'm ready for spring. Did that groundhog or beaver or whatever see his shatter or something? Girl, I don't know. I didn't even know today was Super Bowl Sunday, so. Today? Oh my god, today is Sunday! Yeah, I didn't even fucking know that the football season happened in the U.S., so. (laughs) I wasn't there the whole time, I guess. Oh, my God. I don't know. I guess you guys can tell that we're a little bit, um, a little busy, a little bit out of it. (laughs) Right. Or for the evening. What the fuck time is it? When my job was like, come in during the snow, the two-day snowstorm we had this week. Drive your happy ass to work. I was like, all right, capitalism. So here we are. Dead ass, bitch, you got me fucked up. I did not work. Mm-mm, First of they, all, they I would have like, been stuck. They were like, take your time, drive slowly. So I was like, oh, great. So I can't, got it. All right. <laughs> slowly, so I'll be there at noon, you say? Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> but before we started, I just wanted to bring up something real quick. The issue I talked about last week with the farmers in India, um, Rihanna, shout out to a queen, has brought it to the attention of many central news sources giving them the publicity that they needed so shout out to rihanna obviously she's probably not listening to our podcast maybe in the future um but she finally did what many have tried to do and did not succeed in doing she brought it to the public um she's facing a a little bit of backlash some people are a little upset basically saying like get out of our business but rihanna is like now fuck that shit these people are like dealing with it right now so wow Honestly, she is just a queen, and I would bow down to her any day. Literally, she her morals, beautiful. Um, Honestly, if she spat in my face, I'd be like, thank you, more. Like, you maybe, know, it was just one of those maybe situations. Maybe not that one, but I'd let her step on me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we're both flawed in our own ways. So. <laughs> a couple other things I wanted to mention is that Canada has officially listed the Proud Boys as a terrorist group. Along yes, I did see that. Yep, I saw that, and I thought it was funny. <laughs> and, of course, my last little tidbit is Jeff fucking Bezos. He wants to step down as Amazon CEO. Yes, yes, he does. He will, he'll stay on as an executive chairperson, though, whatever the fuck. Um, but right. why? Why so big man want to like leave a job? CEO, but without the CEO duties. Right. He's like, I don't want to do as much work. However, I will still make as much money as I normally do. Right. If not more, TBH. (laughs) But I thought I should, like, bring up little tidbits because I thought those were cool. At least, like, those are fucking, yeah, how it is. US wise. But let's delve into this episode. It might be a little bit shorter than normal because we are focusing on just one topic, which, as I said, are whistleblowers. And to introduce us to this topic, I'm going to talk about today, actually. Uh, February 7th, so today marks the one-year anniversary of a heroic young man who tried his best to warn the world of the current situation we're in with the virus uh, back in December of 2019, which is when we first, you know, discovered the whole COVID thing. His name is Dr. Lee Winelliand, 
And he is of Chinese descent, so there are some accents in there that I am not willing to pronounce to mess his name up out of respect. So um, he's also known as the Wuhan whistleblower, and it's remembered today because of his honorable death. He died while treating his patients in Wuhan and had originally tried to warn his fellow medics of the disease, but was told by police in the area as well as other uh, individuals of power, and this is quotes, um, to stop making false comments. Of course, this is all translated, so I guess English quotes, I don't know, um, and was investigated for spreading quote-unquote false rumors to bring panic to the public. Bullshit, obviously, but of course. Dr. Lee made these claims on his personal page on Weibo, which is like the Chinese equivalent to like our Twitter here in the United States. Um, since China, as we all know, is a place where you have limited freedom of speech, where, you know, it's a little bit more grab assy in terms of like the United States where we are watched, but in China, they're watched and kind of told. Some of their citizens can even have their things, whatever they say, censored sometimes. So on social media, so Weibo is kind of like a platform that allows ex, uh, users to express themselves in still a kind of limited way, but not as limited if they're facing any type of problems or if they're just having a really bad day and they want to rant uh, to get something off of their chest. That's what Weibo's for. So Dr. Lee, as with many other uh, Chinese citizens, had his account of on Weibo, his personal account, and he used it starting very late 2019, as I said, in December, to bring awareness uh, of the new virus to the, his people. He felt as though that they needed to know this. He faced a lot of backlash from those in power. And even some of his fellow workers saying, like, he didn't know anything or he shouldn't be doing this or that everything is false. Um, but he knew what he was doing was for the good of the public. And he still took that risk of losing quite literally everything he had under his belt. Um, so that he could bring it to everybody's attention. He believed that everybody had the right to know of the disease, even though it was something that was very scary. So, and it's still scary. It's still doing a lot of, it's wreaking a lot of havoc still. Um, but he wanted everybody to be safe or as safe as they could be from it. So he's revered as a hero. So Dr. Lee is remembered today by thousands of individuals. If you wanted to look it up on Facebook or on Weibo, you can have access. You just have to use a VPN. And of course, uh, Twitter, it's always great. If you want to um, uh, look up his life story, He's his special is on BBC right now. So Good. it's available to the public, obviously. Um, he's a great man. But with that being said, why was him being a whistleblower such a big thing and had created such waves in his community as well as the scientific community i don't know do you know any whistleblowers before i actually get into a definition of it um yeah i do i actually have a couple whistleblowers they're all like u.s based though because i think because my whole thing is like i looked into them and i looked into how america fails its whistleblowers and like how they suck at protecting like, handling them. protecting them exactly so Got i have you. these whistleblowers and like we can go we can get more into that but give you can give the definition and we'll just roll right into it all right fantastic so a whistleblower in like really 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 simple terms is somebody that reports like abuse fraud corruption or kind of any general danger to public safety or public health 
Um, so you can say that they report some like pretty heavy things. So you can wonder why they face such backlash or can face some heavy judgment from their community. Because what it means is that you also report your fellow coworker, your establishment, your organization for any type of misconduct that you believe to be wrong, uh, whether it's more like moral be inconceivable or just straight up no that's false another thing with whistleblowing is that you have to be able to give unrefutable evidence to back up your claims if at the end of everything because it is a fairly long process it's not just you claim something and then they're like oh yeah you're right bro no that's not how it works um, you have many hurdles to get over, like the individuals trying to stop you, and they threaten you. And there are so many other ways that they just try to come and attack your character to make it seem that you're, I don't know, crazy, displaced, or if you're trying to do it as an act of vengeance, and right. many other things that they want to make individuals doubt about your uh your yeah and we'll get into it because i have some examples of what some of the just a few u.s whistleblowers have gone through nah oh i'm scared oh sure yeah but as i said with all this in perspective now you understand that what dr lee did was an absolute amazing thing um because he dealt with everything with just himself and still helped his patients um so and don't forget whistleblowing can't it doesn't just happen in the scientific community. It also happens in the military, police departments. You rarely hear about those because they kind of get swept under the rug because they're just like, ah, oh, well. But it happens in many, many places. So whistleblowers, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And we'll, let's, we'll talk about it like in the terms of the government and military for the U.S. <laughs> so Ooh. there has been tons of whistleblowers all over the world, you know. And a lot of them typically, you know, whistleblow about the military or the government. Those are just popular things. I think more so than the scientific community because that's where we see a lot of the corruption is in the military, in the government. Right. So it's just the way it is. So in the U.S., there are million, like about three or more, three or more million people that work with classified information. So there are over three million people that know classified things and keep that, you know, classified. However, like my good gal over there said, whistleblowers are people who have access to this classified info and then discover abuses, whether it be from a certain person or the like the system itself, and understand that whatever it's doing is is wrong and we should not, and then they go public with it. Now, that should be, in my opinion, seen as brave, patriotic, like the real those are like real uh citizens because they want their country to improve and they don't want their country or their government or their military to do disgusting things right you see but in the u.s we no that's not a thing that's not really how it is so there are laws to protect whistleblowers however i don't think they're very good um obviously because whistleblowers are still being put in prison and freaking fleeing to Russia like Snowden, like because the U.S. is trying to find them and hunt them down. So no, there aren't very good protection laws for whistleblowers. So I I have one that I particularly one uh, guy that I particularly uh, went in depth with, but I'm just gonna mention these two others. So Chelsea Manning in 2007, she was an officer in the U.S. military. She 
went public with a whole bunch of documents that proved that the U.S. committed war crimes in Iraq. Like, this was during the war in Iraq. And these documents are literally written down that they committed war crimes against, like, citizens and the people there. <laughs> literally, she was then prosecuted and went to prison for seven years. I'm sorry, but for what reason? For because, telling the truth? Because in the U.S., it is illegal to leak classified information to the media. And that's what she did. <laughs> so yeah. they were like, oh, yeah, no, we know that they killed them. But because you told everybody that they killed them, you, you got to go. It's more like because you told the New York Times to write an article about it. That's mm-hmm. fucked up. And, and yeah. So you, as a whistleblower, it is illegal to take classified information and go directly to a source of media. So you so can't go to I like. So where am I supposed to go? Okay. I tell my mom? I, we'll, we'll talk about that. But. Oh that, God. which seems like the number one logical thing to do is, boom, like, get it out. Illegal. Right. And that's what they catch you on. Because they use what's called the Espionage Act, which was an um, a U.S. law passed in 1917, specifically for spies who, like, collude with foreign governments. But now it's used against whistleblowers. Even though they do not collude with foreign governments, it's really just them going to the media. Right. We see how that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I just put Chelsea in there because that's fucked up. Like, America most definitely did commit those war crimes and you put her in prison? Excuse me? Why is it illegal to leak to the media? Mm -hmm. So the only other choice whistleblowers have is what's called legal whistleblowing. So that is where you go through a complaint channel. So technically, so if you, let's say you work for the CIA or some shit and you find some abuses along the way, you cannot go to the media because that's illegal and you'll be put in jail. You should go to your supervisor, write up literally a complaint form, go to your supervisor. Then your supervisor needs to pass it on to like their boss, like an executive. And then the executive needs to pass it on to Congress. And that's legal whistleblowing. So can't they just stop that along the way and say no? Yes, they can, and, and they throw it into the circular file and yes, go about and the day? that is what some executives have done: is that they did not escalate to Congress and they kept it back. There are a lot of issues where people have tried to whistleblow and like it stops at the supervisor level; they don't even send it up the chain. So yeah, that is like the biggest fucking flaw in that whole system. <laughs> so if I'm whistleblowing about the people who know about this. How, why right. are they going to report it? Why are they going to report it? Are they me? allowed to get in trouble if they if it gets lost? Are they at any technically type yes of responsibility towards what the complaint is and technically yes, but safe? we technically yes, but we have not seen that happen. Fantastic! Sounds like right. a government. So, like you know how it's like, yeah, we believe in you, and and this will happen, you know, because in an ideal world, that's what'll happen. It's really hasn't been put into practice, so no, there really isn't any consequence for withholding that <laughs> tells you that they believe you while they burn the document in front of you literally i totally believe you jonathan thank you for bringing that complaint puts it in shredder i'm really sure the congress will enjoy this like <laughs> that's literally oh my god it. what so, if i wrote congress a letter because then technically that's not reporting to the media since they're not a media-based platform true but then again it all depends on who you write it to and what like 
like who sees all the mail before your intended person sees it. Uh, true. So it that's because then I can't do an email because then they can technically say that that is a te- technical media because it is a form of communication mm-hmm. over a platform. That's a good thing. Right. But like, I could write you a letter, and it's it's a letter. Good point. I don't know. I don't really think people. I mean, I don't that. know if it's gonna reach you. Right, because I think what a lot of whistleblowers do is like they typically go to the media or try to make a big fuss about it so people can't hide it. Right. Because like if you write a letter, they can just throw the letter away. Like, you know, like, and who will know? So like, I think that's what a lot of whistleblowers do is just try to get attention because that's the whole point. Like, yeah, you because then you have you. to say, oh, you have to do sorry. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So... Um. This whistleblower, his name is Thomas Drake. He's still alive, and I literally will tell you about his life right now, and I'm so mad. But So Thomas Drake was a former NSA executive, so big boy in the NSA. Shortly so after he knew September, what he was talking about. He knew what he was talking about. So shortly after September 11th, uh, he found documents proving of something called Operation Stellar Wind. And that was just, and this is all, pro- like, this is not, lies also like i swear this this whole episode is pure fact so it's annoying but so he found documents of stellar wind which was the government and and nsa and like surveillance um in like bureaus being able to track and keep record of millions of americans phone internet financial transactions um uh yeah your uses of that things and Without a warrant. So technically, it's illegal to do that without a warrant. Um, but they were doing that. So then he was like, that's fucked up. That's not right. We shouldn't be doing that. It's a, literally against the law. So he, like, he knew a lot about whistleblowers and how in the past, when whistleblowers went to the media, they went to jail. And he was like, I can't go to jail. Like. I'm not doing that. <laughs> not for me. So he right. did the he did the legal channel. He went to his superiors. He did the whole shenanigans. He freaking wrote a complaint to his supervisor. His supervisor was like, "I, right, I'm gonna escalate up." Went to the executive, and then the executive said no and did not take it to <laughs> Congress. But his supervisor like subverted that and still went to Congress because his supervisor was on his side. But the the reason that the executives were like let me let's not do that was because and this is and I quote they said it doesn't matter what the constitution says it only matters what the white house the white house says and they said that this is legal um last time i checked we had three branches of government for a reason mhm yeah mhm and yep, checks so that- and balances, even though I know they don't work, but we still have them, so you should at least still fucking use them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that fucking sucks. <laughs> so, he, he still made a, a, a splash, if you will. Because um, still got to Congress. The sad Th- thing that's good, is... At least. Around 2010, like... Because Thomas Drake has been, you know, he found this stuff like in after shortly after 9-11, but, you know, kind of did it years later, a little bit later. So he was then 
so he was like, okay, that didn't really work. The people didn't really do much with the Stella Wynn stuff. So what he did, he was like, all right, fuck you. He went to the media with unclassified information. So technically, that was not illegal. Right. He shared unclassified information. But they still charged him with violating the Espionage Act. Luckily, I feel as though somebody in his position knows that rule law better than anybody else. Yeah. So, yeah, you can't prosecute me for this. I literally did this for the sake of I know it's not legal. Like, I literally did this because I know it's legal. Right. So don't come at me crazy. Luckily, the, the case collapsed because he didn't fucking do anything wrong. So that was just a waste of time and legal fees, really. (laughs) (laughs) However, what the U.S. also sucks at is prior to 2012, there were no laws against retaliation to whistleblowers. So remember, Thomas Drake came out with this in 2010. So technically... You know, they didn't publicly retaliate against him, but he got pushed out of his job and eventually got fired from working for the NSA. He, you know, he they just, you know, slowly removed his responsibility. So technically didn't uh-huh. fire him, but took him off committees and stopped people from reporting to him. So he just got pushed out of his job because he didn't have a job to do anymore. Right. Right. So... That fucking sucks. So they ha- I watched a, a short interview with Thomas Drake talking about this time. And he was like, yeah, this is complete bullshit. Um, and I didn't, you know, go to jail, thankfully. However, I lost my livelihood. So I didn't know this. But because he got, like, removed, like, pushed out of his job, he lost all of his retirement money. So he does not have a <gasps> retirement fund. He was That's working like- there for, like, 20 years. Yeah. I feel like that should be illegal. If I give you almost a third of my life and you tell me I'm no longer worth anything, what? Mm-hmm. Um, friend, people who decided to stay friends with him after the whistleblowing, like his friends that also worked at the NSA, also got fired because they chose to keep associating with him. Um, that's called bullying, but on a professional level. Right. And now this man, who used to be an executive in the NSA, works at an Apple store. Because he can no longer be employed by the U.S. government. No one will hire him. He's been blacklisted. Oh, my God. Yeah. Imagine having that background, that amount of skills and knowledge. And you and then you can't do it. You just can't, can't get hired in that field. It? Yeah. What the f- That's like a, the doc- like a doctor, a researcher who found the cure to cancer, like being blacklisted from working in laboratories. So get fucked. Like. You're not going to get hired anywhere. What? That's some bullshit. They should be held responsible. That's an individual's livelihood you just fucking destroyed in a matter of less than a year. Yeah. And he said, and one of his quotes that really got me, he was like, in in terms of like the friends who kept associating with him and they got fired too. um, He was like, that is something that I think hit me the hardest. And that is like something I will bear for the rest of my life. And so like, then, does anybody talk about it anymore? Have you seen anything? No. Mm-mm. Right. So uh, in 2012, they 
the U.S. government passed uh, more whistleblower protections. And so, like, in explicit language saying that, gov- like, you cannot retaliate against, like, whistleblowers by, like, make like blacklisting them or, like, qu- um, firing them from their job. However, the laws are still lacking in the way that there is no law against doxing whistleblowers. So meaning there are some whistleblowers who like want to do all this stuff but can't afford to like get their lives wrecked. So they anonymously whistleblow. So there is currently no law against someone revealing that identity without the consent of the whistleblower. So if someone is mad at you, they can just release your name and plaster your face everywhere and there's no law against that you can't keep your anonymity if someone chooses to say shit damn so i just gotta wear a mask yeah so if you're gonna whistleblow like you gotta be prepared to be public because there's no law saying they can't do that to you especially if you whistleblow. a bounty on your head i mean somebody can put a monetary value on somebody to reveal their identity i don't know publicly but i wouldn't be surprised if privately that's done right because then if that were the case and you're i don't know say your aunt decided like six years ago that she didn't like your ass and then it comes out that they're looking for this individual and she's like oh hmm." i'm dead stop um i don't know yeah but that would be messed up (laughs) if that was a thing but i don't know but that that sucks it's just the like and that's my thing. I'm like, whistleblowers are so necessary to the government, like, to the world. Like, if whistleblowers just are too scared to come forward with these abuses, then the public will be at harm. Like, they will be at risk. Yeah, because they're the ones that bring light to a lot of issues that have now, most, most for the most part, been corrected to right. better the safety of everybody else. Right, or to at least expose like the wrongdoings, and I think that's part. I think that's partially why like governments don't have a very positive relationship with whistleblowers. I and as I was looking into this, and I've always been interested in whistleblowers, um, especially around you know like in 2012 when Snowden like blew up, like 2013 Mm -hmm. when he blew up. I got really interested because I'm like, what could possess a man to give up his entire life? to just say something like this, you know, like they whistleblowers just find it's like their moral duty to, to uncover this. And I think that's why the government, why governments have such a convoluted relationship with them. Cause it's like some whistleblowers like Chelsea Manning, like they whistleblow about things the country did wrong. Who wants right, people no to know I committed to look bad. Right. Who wants someone to have this lady telling them I committed war crimes? I did that in private. <laughs> I don't need you telling my wife and kids that I murdered someone's wife and kids. Okay. Imagine. Yeah. Hmm. And I think that's why. I think it's just like an optics thing. I think they just don't want to look bad, even though they do bad things. You're getting held accountable and they just don't want to be held accountable. They're like, yeah, we know we did that, but we don't want to feel the responsibility of doing it. Come on, man. It's in the past. That's why it was classified. Literally, so no one would tell. <laughs> uh, right? <laughs> right? That, we've got to love our country, okay? I just, I think there needs to be better whistleblower protections, though. Yeah, one that should say that 
their identity cannot be revealed unless it's by them themselves. Right, because I think that um, is another reason we don't have as many whistleblowers as we damn well should. Mm-hmm. If you could, like, end up, like, like, Thomas Drake is alive and stuff, but, like, to end up, like, 20 years going down the drain, not having a retirement, your friend's getting fired, you can't even work in the field that you have expertise in, all because you found, you said something about something that was wrong. A lot of people don't, can't do that. They can't handle that. Hmm. So that's why anonymous whistleblowing is like super important because then you would have more and more people whistleblowing about bad things. Like they would tell do more because they don't have that much to lose. But if you but if there's no laws protecting against that, then no, a lot of people are going to keep quiet. They can't like a lot of people have families to take care of. They can't get blacklisted from their fucking career. Right. Yeah. They still have to protect their livelihood and the people around them. Exactly. So, like, uh, that's a hard place to be in. To have to make the choice between myself and my livelihood or the greater good. And, like, I know a lot of people would be like, oh, for the greater good. But it's like, that would wreak havoc on someone's life, family, friends, mental health. Like, everything. It's a lot. It's all you have. It's technically just sacrificing your entire self to just tell people about this. And a lot of people can't make that sacrifice. And, and that's understandable. I mean, there are also some whistleblowers that have committed suicide or yep. that was reported as suicide, such as the individuals that I cannot remember the name. I believe it's Luke something who uh, brought to the attention of the uh, public, I believe, the watchmen like for Congress, like the watch individuals, like almost like um, what is that called? Who are the people around the president? Uh, Secret Service. Yeah, it's like, it's like that. It's a uh, the Pentagon's watchdog office, kind of basically like, uh, where it's like the Secret Service, but it's for the Pentagon. Um, and it was alleged misconduct within the Pentagon oh, that yeah. this man had brought out, and he supposedly committed suicide. Oh Jesus! Supposedly, as I said, it was reported as suicide. So. And it wasn't too much, there wasn't too much time in between what he claimed and uh, his untimely suicide, so. Mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. See, and then that's where it gets sketchy, where you're like, damn, I hope it wasn't a suicide, because, like, someone fucking pressured him, like, to take his own, <laughs> like, to take their own, like, you know, like, that's not gonna happen, like, it just right. doesn't make sense. Two, they can always make something look like a suicide, so. It's happened many that's times before. Right. Where sometimes they give you a choice and it's either say, and I'm this, from this point, what I'm talking about is my own opinion. Like this one statement that I'm making. Everything else we've said in the past uh, for this entire episode so far has been completely factual. But what I'm going to say now is my opinion. What I was going to say is that if you really wanted somebody to be gone, you could only give them two choices and say, you either disappear or say your family disappears. Mm, then true. Then. True. They, they have many, many things they can put against you. Um, so you don't really have much of an option. So. Yeah. But again, just to reiterate, that was my opinion. Obviously, I don't know if that actually happens. I could just I be mean, watching too many spy movies. <laughs> Maybe. 
Uh, but to like round it out, like this is, we just had this conversation about how the U.S. sucks at really protecting whistleblowers, much less, like you said, China or Russia or other big countries who don't really give as many freedom of speech liberties as awarded in America. Mm-hmm. It's even harder and more dangerous because you can definitely just get killed <laughs> um, to be a whistleblower yes, in those types of countries with those types of governments. But then the thing is for them, when you are accredited and it is shown that what you're saying is actually true, then you have their full support. Yeah. In the United States, even though you have been proven correct, you are still on your own, buddy. <laughs> yeah. That's you're gone. True. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so whistleblowers, man. Mm-hmm. If you got to do it, you got to do it. Just be careful. Right. And like. One more thing I just want to mention because I was doing looking up some whistleblowers and I was like, there's tons of whistleblowers in the United States because you get fucking wrecked. Um, but let's not, you know, let's not overlook that there are tons of whistleblowers who have whistleblowed about systematic racism and discrimination within organizations. And that is definitely something to whistleblow about and something that they have also lost their jobs and livelihoods over. Oh, yeah. Remember how I said that a lot of that happens in the military and the police department um, Mm -hmm. and it just is swept under the rug and then you're handed your you have to hand in your badge the next day. Um, That happens quite often. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because, yeah, you see something wrong. So you trust your superiors to know that it's also wrong. And then they're like, nah, fuck that. (laughs) Get out of here. You're going to mess up what we have in place already. Right. And like, I, that's the thing. Like, I don't want people to think whistleblowing is like, has to be on the government, like world level that you have to expose a big secret. Sometimes it can be like, wow, our police department in this town actually just killed a black guy because he was black. Like, that is also just as important to talk about. Mm-hmm. Or it could be at school. Or, I mean, yeah, for that's sure. That's not whistleblowing. Technically, it's just you're pointing out something wrong. Somebody's being bullied for whatever reason. Right. You you t- you tell somebody. Um and I guess that is technically whistleblowing because that is an abuse. Um so it can happen on all levels. Yeah. You just got to make sure you're should. careful with Oh yeah, it should. You should always tell if something. You should always speak up if you know something is wrong. Morally, ethically, whatever it may be. So long as you can back it up and so long as it is not for revenge purposes and you're not trying to actually fabricate something. So it has to be factual. Yeah. Everything we're saying is only if you got like you have to you have to have proof of it, obviously. So like if you have proof, then yeah, fucking whistleblow. Mm -hmm. But if you do not, uh, please keep your P's and Q's to yourself and write it down in a journal if you are upsetty spaghetti. I'm dead. Stop it. I'm That's quiet. something that is. I'm serious because there are some individuals out there that do um, also give individual like whistleblowers a bad name because what they claim true. is false. Yeah, and that doesn't look very good on whistleblowers, right? Yeah, right, because true. then the first thing you say about a whistleblower who just came out is, "Oh, what they're saying is wrong," or "Oh, right. somebody must have made them upset," or "They are probably trying to get somebody back," or something like that. Right. It's never, exactly. "Oh, they could be right." It's always, "No, they're doing this for a reason," like yeah, to make themselves evil. So, yep. Um, just keep that in mind, and 
Of course, there are many other whistleblowers. As my partner said, you can definitely take a look yourself in your free time if you'd like and let us know if you find anything interesting. For sure. Mm-hmm. And, and how usual, can they let us know? Oh, you can let us know by following us on Twitter at IGMPodcast. Feel free to tweet us there. Uh, if you listen to us on any of the random platforms that we're on that you can rate or give reviews, please feel free to do so. Tag us in it. Um, let us know what you think. We're always working to improve and be better, but still stay true to the shit we want to talk about. So right. thanks for tuning in again, pals. And we're the gals, and we hope to see you next week. Bye.